Hi, this is Caroline. I am super excited by a new feature that I have available for you. If you go to my show notes, you'll see a link that says, I would love to hear from you. Text message me here. Yes, you can now text message me. So if you have any thoughts about an episode, if you've got ideas for an episode, if you'd just like to connect and say hi, then click on that link. I'd love to hear from you. Hi there, I'm Caroline Thor, professional organiser, KonMari consultant, teacher and mum of three. I started off my life as a mum feeling overwhelmed, disorganised and desperately trying to carve out some time for me amongst the nappies, chaos and clutter. One day, one small book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying changed everything and I began to learn strategies for making everyday life easier. Today I have the systems in place that means life can throw almost anything at me and I want to share them with you. If you're an overwhelmed mum struggling to keep it together, then this is the podcast for you. Grab a coffee and settle in for a quick chat with someone who gets your reality. Thank you so much for joining me again today. The response to my short series of episodes has been so positive, so I hope you enjoy today's All About Organising Paper. Like the previous two episodes in this four-part mini-series, the inspiration for this episode is taken from the KonMari website and a series of articles on there about applying the method in different categories or areas of your life. So far, I have covered KonMari is not minimalism and moving home. If you've been enjoying them and feel inspired to get started on your own KonMari journey, I highly recommend the official KonMari website. And if you visit my website, you can download a free guide to get you started. All the links will be available in the description. You can also follow me on Instagram for top tips and inspiration. You will find me at caro.thor. So, paper. It's that category that most clients would rather avoid the papers that pile up, unopened letters, things that should have been safely filed so they're easy to find when it comes to doing the dreaded tax return. Do you relate? I have to admit that paper is still the category that I struggle to maintain. I have the systems in place to make it easy to file. I have the insight about exactly what I need to keep and what I can let go. But the reality is that my system means I have a safe place to collect it all, but it does have a tendency to pile up and then I have a longer sorting and filing session than is necessary. My goal for 2022 is to have a watertight system set up for all areas of my business so that the paperwork is something that will be easy going forward. And this includes having a date on my calendar once every two weeks where I allocate time for sorting and filing paperwork. Because I've made an appointment with myself to get it done, it means it does happen. So, what does Marie Kondo have to say about paperwork? The article at KonMari.com is called How to KonMari Paper, and it gives a brief outline on the principles of using the KonMari method for organising paper. As with all categories, it is suggested that any sentimental items that are found should be safely put to one side to be sorted at the end. When I work with clients, I find that the paper category tends to have the most sentimental items in it, Think birthday cards, old letters, postcards from friends and family. 
If they've become mixed up in the piles of receipts and letters from the bank, it is important that they are rescued and I always have a box ready to collect them so they won't get lost during the process. You will then go through them at the end of all the categories with all the other sentimental items you've discovered. By then you will have developed the skills needed to really recognise what sparks joy for you and what you can let go with gratitude. The next part of the process makes a lot of people very nervous. Discarding. Marie says, My basic principle for sorting papers is to throw them all away. What? I hear you cry. There is something really scary about deciding to get rid of papers you've been holding on to for years in case you might need them. But Marie has a rule of three that will bring your heart rate back down again. She says, Dispose of anything that does not fall into one of three categories. Currently in use, needed for a limited period of time, or must be kept indefinitely. So let's look at these three categories in a bit more detail. Currently in use, that's fairly self-explanatory. This could be a letter from one of the kids' schools about an up-and-coming trip, an offer for a new heating system, a letter from a doctor that you need to pass on. Okay, needed for a limited time period. This is a bit more difficult as it is different for every country. There are documents that you need to keep for your tax return, for example, or your current insurance documents. As this podcast has a very international audience, I would strongly recommend informing yourself of the rules of your country. And if, like me, you're an expat, then you need to be careful that you adhere to the regulations for your country of residence and your country of origin. So, last category, must be kept indefinitely. Into this category come important papers such as birth, marriage and divorce certificates. As you're sorting through your papers, you're bound to come across things that still need to be dealt with before they can either be filed or discarded. Collect these together in a box for later. There are many documents that we often keep, but don't actually need to. User manuals for appliances, for example, are all available online, so you do not need to keep a physical copy. They take up so much space. The next piece of advice Marie gives is to organise files and paperwork in just two categories. To start with, that sounds ridiculous, but what she means is that you have one pile of papers you are keeping and need to file, and the other pile that you've found and they still need to be dealt with. She then suggests that the papers you're keeping can be filed under two categories, those you need to keep but rarely need, and those you might need more regularly. I have found a slightly different method works better for me, but that's just personal preference. I have, for example, a file for each child and anything that I might need regularly for them is filed here. This could be school registration papers or health documents. That way, if I have an appointment with a child, I can just grab their file and take it with me and I know that everything I will need is in there. I also have a file for all the pets with everything for them. Her final piece of advice is to give your paperwork a designated home. As you won't be left with a huge amount, this could be a lever arch file with dividers in for each section, or as in my case, a little filing cabinet. I like to be able to grab one topic if I need it. Marie suggests using a vertical organiser. The best thing we ever did was to create a designated place where all paper that needs processing goes. In our case, it's a shallow box. Marie suggests a letter tray. This way we always know where everything is and nothing can get lost anywhere else. 
Because of my fortnightly calendar date to sort out and file papers, it never gets overwhelming and I can't miss paying a bill, for example, or forgetting to fill out a form that needs returning. The biggest problem that I find clients have with paper is knowing whether they do need to keep it or not. Invariably, you don't. But if you want to err on the side of caution, you can always scan the document or use an app like Microsoft Lens to make a copy. The danger here is, though, is that although you are getting rid of paper clutter, you are creating digital clutter. And that's a whole other topic. If you really feel the need to copy things digitally, make sure you have folders set up to store the documents directly in the right place on your device. I will be doing a podcast episode in the future on digital clutter. So if this is something you struggle with, listen out for that. Well, that was a brief delve into organising paper. If you're interested in reading the original article I based this episode on, go to conmari.com or follow the link on the podcast page of my website, caroline-thor.com forward slash podcast. I will be joining you next week with the last of my mini-series based on articles from the KonMari website. So join me again to hear about ways to live more sustainably. Until then, if you do nothing else, set up a central place to collect post as it comes in and make sure you put junk mail straight into the recycling bin. It shouldn't even make it into a living space. It will help you find your clutter-free ever after. See you next time. If you've enjoyed this episode, please send the link to a friend you know would appreciate it. Subscribe and leave a review. I look forward to bringing you more organising tips next time. But if you can't wait until then, you can go to my website or find me on Instagram at caro.thor or on Facebook at Caroline Organiser. Thanks for listening and I look forward to guiding you on your journey to find your clutter-free ever after. this episode please send the link to a friend you know would appreciate it subscribe and leave a review i look forward to bringing you more organizing tips next time but if you can't wait until then you can go to my website or find me on instagram at caro.thor or on facebook at caroline organizer thanks for listening and i look forward to guiding you on your journey to find your clutter free ever after